Okay, three, two, three, two, one, go. Hey, Jason. Hey, Jason. How are you doing? I hope you don't mind the light drilling in the background, listeners. There's some construction in my building. I'm sorry for that. But we go. We have to do what we've got to do, you know? Yeah, this is like the only reasonable day we can do it in the week. So we kind of just have to do it. Yep, yep. Mm, so how are you, Oscar? Uh, I'm f- I'm doing I'm doing well I'm doing well. Mm-hmm. Uh, just work work in life work in life. Mm-hmm. Work is a part of life, so yeah, it's just all, it's all life. It's all life. Mm-hmm. Plus, I need a very huh, a very fickle internal narrative. So that's what pushes me over the edge sometimes. I can't say that I'm different. <laughs> <laughs> uh, between work and changing my schedule, I didn't even sleep properly last night, man. And I decided mm. to drink a strong zero, and I'm like, that did not oh, help. No. That, oh, that no. did not help. Let me tell you, yeah. it led to bad things. It led to bad things, and I'm just like, yeah. ah. you know, I feel like since this whole year, I think I haven't slept at all. I don't think I've gotten like a full five hours of sleeping since January. Since January began, you know, since 2021 began. Sorry. Uh, what, what what's the main reason for that? Of course, uh, Raha wakes up, you know, so I have to wake up, change her, feed her, you know. Oh, she's still doing that even now? Yeah, she still does that. She still does that. So there's no way, there's no way I can be guaranteed a full five hours of sleep. It's not possible. And I feel like that's what's making me kind of negative and very quick to react sometimes because I'm not resting enough. Let me tell you, when you don't sleep, man, you just wake up and you just feel like, you feel like burning something. (laughs) I literally feel that way every day, you know, I feel like like burning something, like I feel like every morning when I wake up, I wake up exhausted, you know? Exactly. Yeah, I wake up exhausted every morning. And then the thought of like, hey, today you have to go run with a bunch of kids and I don't know where, which classroom. Yeah. That's like three, four hours away. You're just like, oh my God. Like, yeah. My God. Anyway, so on to continuation of the theme of the month. Philosophy Mm -hmm. and spirituality. Or religion and spirituality. Sorry. Yeah. No, wait, wait, no, it's spirituality. (laughs) Spirituality and religion, sorry. Yeah, spirituality and religion. That was it. That Mm -hmm. was it. That was it. Um, Anyway, that being said, let's jump uh, right back in. Last time we talked about... Do you remember what we talked about last time, Oscar? Free will and God's will. What is free will? Does free will exist? Is it a real thing? How do you quantify free will? How would you define free will? And we did talk is about... Is God a uh, loving God? Is God a loving God or a ruthless father? Perfect. And we also yeah. talked about evil. Mm, you know, yes, what yes, is evil, yes. what is good, you know? Mm, mm. And uh, can free will exist in a reality that's seemingly governed by God's will, you know? Mm, mm, mm. You know, listening, um, I, th- I think we can start, I can, I can like create a thread from the previous conversation leading into the new conversation. Mm-hmm. After listening to the podcast a bit, I realized mm-hmm. like free will and, and, and God's will, all, the, all, all it comes down to really is that, you remember we created the analogy of the video game mm-hmm. and there's characters in the video game and then there's yeah. players playing those characters. Mm-hmm. So God's will and free will in this analogy would be like okay you have the avatars and the characters running around in the video game Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's a matter of who's controlling the avatar right free will would say the doctrine of free will would say that we are the ones controlling the characters that is to say that Mm -hmm. we are the players and those Mm -hmm. characters right Mm -hmm. while as in god's will would say that we are the characters but somebody else is the player you know Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So the player, we're being, we're not self-autonomized. We are being controlled by something else. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I, I agree with this. I like. I like I said last week. I don't. I don't believe in free will. I believe there are in things that influence us that we do not really truly understand. I know it's not magical. It's not magical, right? It's like it's your genetics. It's your biology. Uh-huh. It's the place you grew up in. It's your parents. Uh-huh. It's the traumas you had as a child. So there's no free will, you know. No one chooses to be an alpha male, you know. No one chooses to be the coward in the room. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
I don't think there's a there's free will in those things. Those things happen over time through experience, through genetics. Yeah, and through yeah, many things lead you to be who you are. Mm. Yeah. I we're essentially on the same page on this one actually. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, I'll ask this. Mm-hmm. Religion religion has been used as a as a tool to orient people. Mm-hmm. And to orient I think a lot of human beings, human beings have used religion to orient themselves throughout the whole of like almost the entirety of history, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I wish I, I actually wish I did some research on like what is like the most oldest, the eldest like religion recorded. Um, I know that one of the oldest, one of the oldest civilizations would be like the Indus civilization, the Indus Valley civilization. You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's like they're around like they they existed in like three thousand BCE. Mm-hmm. So it's like how far back does religion go? You know. And the question I want to ask is, do we need God? Actually, so actually, like, you're right. Like, according to what I'm looking at right now, the Vedic age began in India with the collapse of the Indus Valley, the reign of Akhenaten, sometimes credited, sometimes credited with starting the earliest known recorded monotheistic religion in ancient Egypt. Ah, hmm. so it was in ancient Egypt. Interesting. Oh, no, actually, it's Hinduism. Hinduism seems to be the world's oldest religion. Ooh. Actually, yes. once I think about it, I've read something like that too. Yeah, so with roots and custom dating back more than 4,000 years. So it seems that for the longest time, mm-hmm. for for seemingly like the lo- longest time in recorded history, we've needed God. And I want to ask that question, do we need God really in our reality or in the world that we live in? I think we, yeah, we definitely need a God, but God takes many forms. God is in the Father in the sky. God is your highest ideal, right? God is the thing you look up to most. God is that. God is whatever you believe to be the truth. And if the truth to you is scientific fact, then I guess science becomes your religion, your God. Rationality and science becomes your God. So yeah, we, we do need God in one degree or another. Because as an individual, it's very hard for us to see the bigger picture so you need something that directs directs you towards a higher purpose and whatever that is whether it's athletics whether it's science whether it's religion that thing becomes your god you talked about truth for a second what did you mean by truth in this context or in this uh hmm. in yeah. this context i talk about truth i mean hmm, what do i mean like what is truth? i mean whatever not really ideals Truth. Truth is. Hmm. I will say truth is the highest good. The highest good. Okay. Truth is the highest okay, good. Okay, okay. And truth isn't. Truth goes beyond speech. Truth is action. Uh-huh. And because we are human beings and we are. We are weak. We are weak. Uh-huh. We are weak and we tend to make mistakes. Sometimes we need a guiding light. Okay, because we we are fallible, we are very fallible. So we need a guiding light. And that guiding light is looking up towards as a researcher, you look up towards the prestige of certain maybe science science publishers, science magazines, science science journals. It's like if I can get published to that, that is the highest the highest good, you know? Uh-huh. So I, the truth will be for me to work hard and to achieve that highest good. As but, an athlete, uh-huh, go on. But I would argue, like, mm-hmm. the Atheist argument for this would just be like, human civilization has had a clear direction, if you look at mm-hmm. recorded history. We've mm-hmm. gone from hunter-gatherers to people living mm-hmm. in cities to people being mm-hmm. able to, like, uh, massively uh organize ourselves in these societies that are becoming more and more connected we've been able to like create cars and airplanes like we're we're getting much more effective efficient actually at becoming Mm -hmm. more and more connected and drawing more ever more value 
out of the physical resources resources that we have that is just mm-hmm. to mean that we're becoming more advanced right and mm-hmm. this has been this equation seems to be working regardless of whether you include god in the picture or not so i'd ask as an atheist let's say for example as an atheist it's just like do we really need god if human intellect and creativity seems to drive itself even in a godless world Mm-hmm. Do we need God? Like, okay, like goes goes back to episode one. Or your definition of God is it God the Father here, or just God your values? Okay, okay, yeah, that's that's true. Okay, for the sake of the argument, let's mm. say God the Father. Okay, then you do, in this world we don't need God the Father. We don't need God the Father at all. We don't need God the Father. Actually, if you if you look at it like, hmm, have we? Yeah, we did need God the Father to some point, but now I think. The systems in place that govern the world we live in are too, too intricate for us to need God the Father. Too intricate. Yes. <laughs> really. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Like we uh, think about this in the past. Uh, if there was a dispute between two between the families, right? Yeah. They will go to the to the local witch doctor who will like speak to the gods or whatever and give them a solution, right? Mm-hmm. But now we have to study law for seven years. And can tell you why you Jason is wrong and your neighbor is right, according to the law. A lot of ancient civilizations needed the the blessing of the gods before going to war, for example. You know exactly, exactly Stuff like that. So now we have people who are studying the intricacy, the intric- the intricacies of society and laws. Right, right, right. So we don't need God to tell us these things anymore. You know. Okay. Yeah, we have these things. We've set these things in place for ourselves right now. So, will it reach a point where we never need God the Father? If if His realm mm. of usefulness has been reducing over time, will mm. it, you think it'll reach zero after a while? I don't think it'll reach zero. I think it'll come back. It'll it will rise once again. It'll rise once again. Yes, yes, yes. This is just me. Yeah, I'm just talking to my ass. But I think as human beings, us believing that we not that we do not need god has pushed our ego over the edge and our individual egos are becoming too large right mm-hmm. people are taking the statuses of gods we may not call them gods we call them celebrities you know we call them the rock and christian ronaldo ah but, but yeah you're right these, these people are essentially taking like uh these would these would be the people who would be like hero status you know yeah, yeah, and they're going into God status, you know, and God status, and they're like saints, actually. These are people exactly. you consider saints, or exactly. s- somewhere around that level. Mm. And now everyone, so like, with this individuals becoming too large, and it's not like there's one, a few of these individuals. There's so many, right? Mm. There's so many people across the world who are <clears throat> extremely famous, extremely well known, extremely loved, right? Mm-hmm. And everyone wants to be like these people. And everyone is trying to do anything to become like these people because everyone wants all that love and attention. Everyone wants to be God. Right? Uh-huh. And in in your pursuit of Godhood, many people tend to make errors that lead a lot of humanity astray. Yeah. Hitler, for example. Just Mr. Kyotomayas, he was seeking Godhood. What what happened with his with his, his search for Godhood, you know? Stalin, for example. Idi Amin, all of these guys, they might not have said that we want to be gods, but that's basically what they were trying to do, to conquer everything, to take everything for themselves. To put everything in their name. To put exactly. Everything that has ever been great will be... It's like anything that... Any greatness or any value created would be like... Because of them. That's what mm, they were trying to. They were, were trying to put themselves as the source of everything good. Yeah, and so like what happened is when when these people do fail or they do cause these problems, I think there's gonna be like think about this after the World Trade Towers in New York collapsed mm-hmm. after that the terrorists 9/11 right? Mm-hmm. What happened in New York? What you realize is that the people became more of a community than they had ever been before. You know. So that's God revealing himself after a disaster, right? And after this global disaster that I think might happen, happens, the world will realize that we 
we are just animals and we need a father to watch us and guide us i i brought this up i brought this point up before mm. but the idea is that um no one wants to take responsibility for themselves <laughs> it's so weird mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i i said uh, like like the example i gave was like um we use our own tax money to mm-hmm. pay the police force to watch mm-hmm. ourselves to make sure that we obey the law and it's mm-hmm. like and we all in like a free society like most countries are in like relatively free societies like you can choose whether to break the law or not right so it's mm-hmm. like why do you need the police can't you just watch yourself and make sure you obey the law why do you need to pay somebody else to watch you you know and i'm just like maybe something about taking responsibility for yourself maybe not even knowing how to take responsibility for yourself too people people would rather give up power to this authority figure mm, mm. yeah people because we were once kids and for a vast for a vast period in our lives we had no power we had no responsibility yeah 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 mm. um do you think that takes that that that's that sort of like need for authority figure mm-hmm. also affects the way we, way we see the government because we've talked about this a lot i think in some of the few episodes when somebody says oh you know this government is doing this or like screw that government but then, it's how like, does this go into religion then how 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 does this act on religion i will because bring it back because think... it's just like um government is a very complicated thing right mm-hmm it's, it's like a body of made up of many many people right mm-hmm. yet we choose to see it as this one authority figure this one mm-hmm. consciousness that seemingly has a plan for everyone and would mm-hmm. fix everything mm-hmm. doesn't that sound similar to a god oh yeah yeah it does it does even though like we oh. know how complicated mm-hmm. government can get we know like everyone knows how complicated government can get yet we all oversimplify it We're all guilty of mm-hmm. oversimplifying it mm. Is this like a trap that human beings fall into? Like, I don't think it's a trap. Like I said, I'll, I'll repeat trap. once again. I, I think I'll repeat once again is that well, since birth to around, I don't know, 18 years, 15 years, wherever, wherever, depending on where you come from, uh-huh. you are living under the care and protection of your parents. You had no responsibility, right? Uh-huh. And when we talk about like childhood traumas impacting the kind of adult you will be, People only imagine, like, if I was abused as a child, I'm going to have some problems as, a, as an adult, right? Uh-huh. However, the fact that for your entire childhood, someone was watching you, someone was taking care of you, someone was doing everything for you, doesn't that make you need that to some degree as an adult as well? Like, the notion of God, like, someone to watch over us with the government starts at home, starts in the home. You always had mom and dad to protect you. As an adult, you can't. There is no you can do everything for yourself. It's not possible. No one can do everything for themselves. Yep, 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 yep. That's why we live so, in communities. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. So you need someone to protect you. Even the even the baddest man of the world, even I don't know, fucking John Jones, Conor McGregor, even they have bodyguards, man. You know, it's like <laughs> you need someone you to watch your back. Exactly, exactly. Exactly. Mm. Mm. Okay. 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 But would uh, someone would argue like so? The the idea of the community isn't enough for people. Mm-hmm. They need mm-hmm. a some sort of figure above that. Mm-hmm. So on top of the community that they have, they need a god. Too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because the community is made of people and you know people you know your neighbor and you know the mistakes your ma- neighbor can make or has made but god god doesn't make mistakes also i just thought about it there's those elements in your life that are beyond your control you know mm-hmm. no one mm-hmm. can control them like my future mm-hmm. for example where does my future mm-hmm. go no one knows mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. so i guess it is more comforting in this aspect to think of a figure who mm-hmm. has my future sorted out so mm-hmm. suddenly it's like 
oh, my future started out by this person that loves me and wants to take care of me. Mm-hmm. And if I dev- devote myself towards them, then there'll be nothing but bright things in my future, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. That idea is so comforting. It's like, who wouldn't want to believe in that being? Who wouldn't mm-hmm. want that divine being's grace, you know? Mm-hmm. So if the community is something that you need for comfort on like a day-to-day basis and maybe protection mm-hmm. from elements that are like real in your life, mm-hmm. I feel like God mm-hmm. is more of like, it's something that you would attach to the things that you can't control. Mm-hmm. Or you go to God to help you for comfort or for protection from the things that you can't control. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. It makes sense. Mm-hmm. Okay. 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 So, okay. Do we need God? So you say we don't need the father. God, who is the father, right? Mm-hmm. Especially in our world that is like, we're clearly living in a godless world, right? Yes, we <laughs> like, are. I feel like, I feel like we're becoming even more godless all the time. Mm, mm, mm. Um, religious people go crazy, but mm, mm. Uh, I think that's just a fact. I think people, like you said, people are worshipping their phones, worshipping celebrities, worshipping X, exactly, Y, and Z. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So that we just replace God with something else. Like it's like I'm an atheist. No, you're not. You're not an atheist. You just have a different religion. It's the you, it's that streamer on Twitch. Exactly. exactly. She's That's your new religion. Yeah. She's a yeah. Her group yeah. her group chat is your religion now. You know. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, okay. So how about God? The other iteration of God that we talked about. Um, truth. God being your, your yeah, ideal. God the truth. God the truth. Yeah, then everyone, then everyone needs God if that's the case. Everyone needs God. And everyone has God in their life if that's the case. Think so like think about this. Uh, when I'm when I'm in the train, right? Mm. I tend to see girls who like open their front camera and work on their cosmetics, you know, like fix their hair. And it's like they're fixing small details that I don't even I can't understand what they're fixing, you know? You know I can't see what they're fixing. You know what's hilarious about that? The only mm-hmm. one who'll pick up on that is other girls. Other girls who go through the same thing. Normal yes, people yes. who don't usually put up makeup will know nothing about what they're doing. Yeah, like so like my point here, those girls who are fixing very tiny, like moving their hair like an inch to the side. You know, the that... highest ideal <laughs> is beauty, right? It's beauty. Uh, this is just so funny because I'm just like, I see so many, even high school girls are doing this. Yeah, I see so, exactly. I'm just like, there's that one thread of hair that's covering their forehead. They'll be like, <gasps> you know, exactly, in there, yeah. I'm just like, what the hell, dude, relax. Like, no one cares about that one thread of hair. No one will see but that. But they do. They do, right? Yeah. They do. And that's, that's their highest ideal, beauty, you know? They're seeking perfection, physical perfection, yeah, or whatever you want to call it. And that is their God. Their God is beauty. Right? Okay. And every day when they're moving that, that hair to the inch, that's their chant. That's their prayer, you know? Okay. 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 Yeah. Even like you, even for you, right? You're, you have a challenge, like doing, you want to see how many push-ups you can do, right? Mm-hmm. Pushing yourself physically and mentally. Mm-hmm. That's your highest ideal, you know, to do 100 push-ups in a row. That's your highest ideal, or maybe 500. I don't know. That that's your that's your god. That becomes your god mm-hmm. because you're always fo- you're putting your focus and attention into that, you know. Mm-hmm. And over time, even though it's painful, you start to love it. You start to appreciate it because you're seeing the the results you're you're gaining, mm-hmm. right? Like someone lashing his back and and praying to the, to Jesus Christ, you know. And through the process of punishing themselves physically as they pray to God. They start to appreciate their life, like or rather, they start to see that the errors they were making were made in the name of the ego. Mm. Yeah. So, so if it's God, the highest ideal, God, the truth, I think we all have that. It's not about doing that. No, we already have it. We have it. You're right. Uh, no matter what name, you can go by it through like there's many names to call it, right? But Essentially, that truth, um, as we call it, the God, the truth, that iteration mm. of God, we all have that in our lives. Mm. We all need it, actually. Mm. Because it's like, 
that's that thing that orientates you. Mm, exactly. And it's the thing that you work work towards. You know? And now this this leads into the next question where it's like is God the source of morality and value? No, I think that's society. I will put society up. I will give that to society, not God. Mm. I think society comes, decides what's moral and immoral, and then we project those ideals onto a God, you know? Okay. No, yeah, yeah. Actually, I even I agree. It's like yeah. we get customs and values first as a group. Yeah. And then whatever ultimately comes out of that discussion, we project that onto a divine being or we create yes. some sort of myth around it. Yes. And that mm-hmm. myth is what we end up worshipping, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. So that being said then, what do do you need do you need God in order to in order to live a good life? God the Father or God the Truth? <laughs> we'll go through both of them. So we'll start with God the Father. Uh, you do not need God the Father to live a good life. You do need God the Truth. You need because God if, the you truth. Do not, if you don't have a highest ideal in your life, what are you What are you working towards? What are you pushing for? There's nothing to live for. Uh-huh. You know, like... We live because we have hope. We might not want to call it hope, but the hope is that tomorrow will be better than today. You know, I'll get a better job in the Actually, future. Actually, the, be- a family. the better way to rephrase that is that is there meaning, is there purpose without God, basically? Maybe good life isn't the best way to phrase it. Is there meaning without God? Yeah, like meaning if, our lives. If it's God the ideal, if you don't have a highest ideal, then there's almost no meaning in your life, you know? If mm. you're talking about God, God the Father, yeah, you can have meaning in your life without God the Father. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but God the ideal, God the truth. I don't think I don't see how one can have meaning in their life without God the the truth. Even even without God, though, like I, it seems that people who truly don't believe in the idea of like there are some people who don't believe in that truth, right? They're still able like, to assign meaning in their lives, right? No, no, but I'm talking about like. So when I'm talking about God, the truth, I'm talking about a, your highest ideal, your own individual highest ideal. And everyone already has that, which means they already have God in them. Yeah. So there's no way, like, you cannot separate man from his highest ideal. Uh-huh. Right? So in that sense, meaning is God from God, which is your highest ideal. Meaning is God, which is your, your highest ideal. Uh-huh. So if you did not have an ideal you're living towards then you have no meaning in your life. You have no reason to do to to get up and move. Which I think a lot of us suffer with. <laughs> with you know, mm-hmm. everyone has days where we struggle to get out of the bed. Yeah, but you see, now that's the difference. There's a difference between struggling to get out of bed and just never having anything to do, you know? Never wanting to do anything, right? Think about even David Goggins saying that there are moments I look at my shoes and I don't want to run, right? Yeah. He doesn't want to run, even though he, we know he runs every day, mm-hmm. right? There are moments he wakes up and he's like, I don't want to run. That's him struggling with himself, struggling with the internal narrative, like, I don't feel like doing this. I don't feel like doing this. It hurts. It's too long. It's boring, right? Mm-hmm. So he's struggling. Eventually, he does it, right? And even you, you might have, like, a day or a week whereby you don't do any graphic design, you don't work out, right? But eventually, you will do it because you know. That, that's yeah. what you're pushing towards, right? Yep, yep, yep. It's a goal. Even though you stop for a week or a month, you know, eventually you'll get back to it, right? Yeah. But now imagine if you never had anything you wanted to get back to. Nothing at all. Nothing. You are a lost soul. Yeah, you might as well just die. You know, it's like, I don't know. Maybe that's why people kill themselves sometimes. I don't know. I'm assuming. Like, what's the purpose of... What's the point of living if there's nothing... You're living towards. So it is there's nec- no march towards heaven, you know. It is necessary to have truth. Yes, yes. So uh, yeah, we. I don't think man can live without that. Mm, mm. Mm. What happens to to the God within you mm. when you die? Uh, depending on what kind of of life you live, the God within you just 
is spread out into other people. Uh, great writers inspire me. They're dead. Most of them are dead, right? The God within them, through their works, has infected me, you know, has awoken me to a truth, you know? That truth has, okay. Yes. Uh, maybe think of great musicians who are dead, you know? For some people, the way they play the guitar or the piano has awoken something within them. So the God within you never dies. It moves on. It lives on beyond you. And even if you've lived a regular life, just the way you treated your kids, your kids will recall that and they'll treat their kids in a similar way and they'll speak about you, you know? So in this way, you would say that God is greater than death. God lives on beyond death. Yeah. There's no death for God. There's no death for God. Even there's no there's no death for the highest truth. The highest truth is what it is. Okay, 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 okay. Mm-hmm. As long as there's people there to uh to what put out the truth, not put out the truth mm-hmm. to to the truth, to live the truth, to live the to truth. For yeah, the exactly. Truth. That's actually what I wanted to say. To live the truth, then yeah. it will keep on existing, right? Mm-hmm. okay 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 then what is death clearly death isn't a permanent thing right then what is death and mm, can we so can think, we can we be, beat death through god or religion i, I think, think we i think we kind of answered that part but i want to just ask the whole question death is what we call Death is what we call. Mm-hmm. What is death? We, there's there's death. a phys, there's a physical death, right? We all know the physical death. You know, your heart stops, your organs die. Mm-hmm. The thing so, that. Okay, so, so yeah, so I think I think yeah. So death for me, death is just physical, right? Oh, death is just physical. There's nothing. Okay, okay. There's no other death. There's no other death. Death is physical, right? And what happens is because. Whatever Jason is, whatever Oscar is, is a consequence of his experiences, his biology. You know, the things he's read and seen and heard and, and, and watched, all these things, right? Yes, 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 yes. So these things live on even after I'm dead, right? Someone else can go to the same university I went to. Someone else can watch all the movies I watched. Someone else can read all the books I watched. You think? And they may not be exactly like me because I had my parents and I grew up in my house, Right. Are you saying that but, the environment persists after your death? The environment persists, and the environment can create something that was similar to the consciousness that was Oscar in his in his physical life. But it'll never create the same Oscar. No, never the same Oscar, never the same Oscar, because Oscar here is also Oscar plus this physical body, right? Yes. And what does the world see when the world when when the world observes Oscar? They don't observe my speech. They don't observe my thoughts. First of all, they observe my physical body, right? Yes, that's the first thing we all see. However, if you have you ever interacted with two people and then you're like, these two guys are so the same, are so similar, right? Yes, many times. Yeah, and they're not even siblings. They're not even they're not related, but that's the way they think. The way they behave is so similar, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Maybe they had similar influences growing up. They had similar experiences. Not the same. It can't be the same, but similar. Right? Okay. Okay. Yeah. So their consciousness. Whatever you, however you define consciousness, might be born of the same source, you know, and that source is the experiences that are similar, right? So if the physical physical body dies, it's gone. The physical body goes back into the earth, goes back into into mother nature. Yeah. But your consciousness lives on through those experiences you share with other people, through the fact that other people can have similar ex- experiences as you. And have a personality that is similar to yours. And maybe have desires that us, that actual desires would just be the same as yours. I assume so, yeah. I think you mean you'd have. Okay, but that even successor isn't a good word. I don't know. Because I'd argue, like, sure, these people are being born from the same environment as you, mm-hmm. but they're more like your kohai an actual like they're not inheriting anything got to do with you they're just like no no like like well, i'm talking about similarities here not being the same just being similar just being similar, being similar. yeah not being the same 
they're more like your siblings if they're coming from the same environment you know the same environment not the same environment just anywhere anywhere in the world you know yeah I, i don't have to be in kenya and i don't have to like i can be in japan and watch the same things as someone in america is watching right i can be in japan read the same books as someone in sweden is reading right yep i can be in japan and have a wife who treats me the same way that a guy's wife in china will treat him right uh-huh. so those are shared experiences uh-huh. and the way we react to those experiences depends on how we were raised how how we process information right uh-huh. so many other factors but if we process information the same way if we were raised in similar ways we might have we might deal with those situations in similar ways we might treat those situations in similar ways uh-huh. which means that to some degree we are sharing consciousness we are sharing consciousness so bringing this back it. to the question of death what happens yeah. when you die aren't you just being disconnected from that shared consciousness i don't know if you're being this what happens when you die no i i can't say what happens when you die i've never died <laughs> but <laughs> really, but logically thinking it's like you're losing a node in the network yes biologically speaking yes biologically and speaking everything shut off you're losing value who knows what that node could have done mm. the kind of information it could have processed and the output it could have whatever it could have outputted you know but now looking at religion here it's like when you die there is life after death what does that mean life after death is there that also the hindus and the buddhists talk about uh, death and reincarnation right is that the life of the death they speak of in christianity life of the death might be going to heaven right what we another i think a lot of religions have tried to answer have tried to give the truth behind immortality and finding a way to live forever how so do you mean um whether it's like nirvana whether it's like uh devotion and sacrifice to the father the god and you live in heaven you know mm-hmm. with different ways but it's all about being immortalized you know what what mm-hmm. what has made and we all know what is made it's just the fear of death actually it's the fear of death is the fear of death that strong fear of physical it, it, death it's strong it's strong and i don't think when people fear dying okay for let me start with myself when i think of my fear of death it's not the f- fear of losing this physical body i don't fear this physical body ceasing to ceasing to be but what i fear is this exp- losing these experiences losing potential experiences to be had you know that's what mm. i fear you know i fear not being able to love my wife and my daughter i fear that it's not so much about fearing like oh one day i'll just be in the ground you know it's like when i'm in the ground what wouldn't i be able to experience ah uh, uh, that that i definitely understand i can empathize with that one mm-hmm. but at the same time lately it's been like more of like i've been more afraid for me personally i've been more afraid of like living a life that hasn't been fully lived mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm dying with a life that hasn't been fully lived that to me is like has been one of my biggest fears lately you know yeah that's a fear one has right that's a fear one has and if you look at um there was a study that was done i need to look this up again but when you look at some of the most common uh things people said on their deathbed mm-hmm. like not living a full life and being afraid to try new things was like mm. number 5 or number 4 on that list. Mm-mm. What was number 1? Number 1 was something got to do with love if i remember correctly. No, that was like number 2 or number 3. I can't remember what number 1 was, but yeah, you know. This was on I think this this list was a top 10, you know. So it was just like people Okay. Mm-hmm. People just forget about living, you know. Okay, so I'm looking here at like mm-hmm. top five uh, regrets of dying. Number one, I wish I'd had the courage to live a, a life true to myself, not the life others expected of me. Number two, I wish I hadn't worked so hard. <laughs> Number three, I wish I'd had the courage to express my feelings. Yeah, Number that, four, that I wish was I'd a love one. Stay in touch with my friends. 
Number five, I wish that I had had let myself be happier. Huh. So currently, that number one is it's a hard one, man. Mystery number one again. I wish I had the courage to live a life true to myself, not the life others expected of me. Man, the Bible quote. There was a Bible quote we read about this. The noise of the world is. The noise of the world. It's very loud. It's hard yeah. not to get affected by it. It's hard not to. Yeah. I don't. Uh, I guess it's hard not to be controlled and influenced by it. You know. Mm-hmm. And on the way to like trying to be better accepted into the system, because you need to be mm. accepted into the system if you're going to live around people, right? If you're gonna accept, if you're gonna pay taxes, if you're gonna get a salary and stuff like that, mm-hmm. you need to be accepted into the system. Then you need to conform in some way or form. You need to conform in some way, you know. Yes, yes. And what is com- conform if it's not sacrificing a part of yourself? Mm. Sacrifice, yeah, like you have to, like, <laughs> we always lose ourselves in the name of others, right? Yeah. Like, uh, how, like, I look, like me saying, like, I haven't had a decent night's sleep since my daughter was born, you know? I'm, I'm losing myself in the name of Ra. Yep. Right? Yep, yep, yep. Definitely. And, yeah, so there's there's no way to just, like, live live life for yourself. It's not possible. But we can live our lives for God. Isn't that so? Is God ultimately what what we think about, like us freeing ourselves? You know, breaking away from that from that com- conformation. Conformation is that the word? From conforming, you know, breaking away from that system of control. Is God the tool and like the mindset we use? To break away i think if you sit down with yourself and truly commit like to like an hour or two hours just write down your thoughts you will discover what is the highest ideal for you you'll discover the god in you and, I, um, I agree with what you said i don't think people can uh, operate without having a highest ideal no but what i'm trying to say here is that if you want to live a life that is true to you you have to sit down with your thoughts first and find out what is true to you because I think sometimes, especially in this world where we are, there's there's a barrage of information coming at all sides, whether it's Netflix, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, everything. There's too much is coming at us, right? Yeah. So our judgment has been has been clouded. Our vision has been clouded, right? Yep. But if you can sit down with yourself for a certain amount of time and list and be alone with your thoughts and listen to your thoughts, you start to break the barriers. You start to like go deeper and deeper. Because I think right now for most people, whatever thoughts they have has been influenced by the last thing they saw on Instagram, you know? Or the last podcast they had, right? It's interesting to say, going back to what you said, the shared consciousness. Mm-hmm. The sh- we're so connected. And was the, like the idea of the shared consciousness is so strong and has mm-hmm. such a like heavy influence on us that mm-hmm. our individual consciousness we don't even know our individual consciousness exactly exactly you know it's like yeah you're right actually that's a nice that's a nice phrasing it comes so strong it's like always doing bicep curls right at some point your biceps that can become too big that there are hindrance for you doing most other things you know yeah like have you seen people with such big biceps they can't touch their shoulders that's yeah. not a good thing yeah that's not a good I, used, thing. I used to think that was funny actually yeah <laughs> It's like now, it's like, what are you doing with yourself, right? <laughs> exactly. It's like yeah, right now we are so connected, which like it doesn't even make sense anymore. Like we're too co- like I know too much of another person's thoughts, you know. I know too much of what he's doing right now. He's exactly. Instagram, Facebook. I see yeah, his entire yeah. family. I see his entire friend list. You know. Yeah. It's like I, mean, I, I know who thing. I know who who is dating. I know when yeah. he got married. I know when he bought a house because all of these pictures are online. Yeah, exactly. I know. I, mean, I do the same thing. I know what he looks like when he's naked because maybe his nudes leaked. With all these things that are just—it's opened up a whole new world of like—it's insane, actually. When you think yeah. about it. Yeah. So it's like we are too connected, and like right now, you need to be alone with yourself. Meditation is good for this. To listen to yourself, can't. It's not okay. It's not even about maybe here in in this case, enlightenment in this modern era will be to truly 
understand your own motivations to understand what what pushes you forward and what is holding you back as an individual right right that will be enlightenment and you need to sit down with yourself regularly and just listen to yourself write like t- take a notebook take a notebook and write down your thoughts just like as don't even try to be grammatically correct when you just sit down and write down your thoughts for as long as you can and believe me you will find some secrets man you will find some secrets you're hiding from yourself and when you said meditate basically you're saying you need to pray <laughs> you need to pray you mean like uh, i don't know what i think people define meditation and prayer differently so i don't i wouldn't call it prayer or i say i say specifically meditation in this case some people would argue though that the idea of praying hmm but but okay i guess the problem is that the christian the idea of praying oh wow okay so there's the yeah, idea okay, of praying so the, where it's like the idea of the yeah. idea of praying in i think in christianity is submitting yourself to god you know yes god i, I come down i i humble myself before you blah 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 right yes but I, like, was, i was thinking because it was just like there's also like the weird version of like praying where you're asking for wishes basically yeah so that obviously these two things are not meditation that's that's things. that's not the meditation that's not the meditation that was not the connection i was trying to draw it was mm. the prayers that the monks do the monks the chants, the chants that that's... they have prayers or, or chants i don't know i never know if they have prayers but I when you have chants. monks who are like in the sanctuaries who pray for hours right praying yeah, for hours praying or, in, in silence are they praying or chanting are they pay, praying or chanting there's a difference as well no but sometimes they can pray in silence do monks pray i don't know yeah i'm talking about the christian monks ah christian monks okay yeah. okay 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. christian, christian monks who like pray in silence uh, right that yeah, basically yeah, yeah. doing meditation oh yeah you're right you're right you're right okay okay so maybe in, in in such in such a degree yes christian prayer can be meditation but most christians don't pray for hours at a go right i feel like it's that's more of like the modern form i feel like even in like in medieval terms they used to pray for hours mm. like some everyone, of them like would regular chant. Christians? yeah yeah regular, regular christians used to pray for hours like regular folk like people just living being maybe not regular stuff. folk but like it was normal the monks. yeah for the monks in the sanctuaries in the huge churches and the cathedrals to pray for hours and hours you know mm-hmm. i'm assuming people would see them all the time praying for hours mm-hmm. yeah 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 so like mm, i think yeah so meditation is good to to kind of find yourself to refine to find your individual consciousness yes 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 because i think we've lost it man we have most people our age living in the modern world have lost it <laughs> man we're so godless <laughs> yeah we have oh man we are we are and that's why that's why it's very easy for us to get lost hmm. it's very easy for us to get lost mm-hmm. i agree i agree and obviously you can say you can argue that there's people in our society that love lost souls Because mm-hmm, lost mm-hmm. souls are easy to control, mm-hmm. and if you can control a lost soul, they're easy to like. You can use them for anything. Become mm-hmm. a soldier to protect you in your home, mm-hmm. to protect you and your rich family in your home. You can mm-hmm. use a lost soul to like work for your company. You can use a lost soul to help you make money. Yep, yep, yep. They become a puppet. Is what I'm trying to say. And I guess. Now, I want to end it with a much more happier note than that one, though. Mm-hmm. But I think we've kind of answered that religion, it can also be used to free your consciousness, right? To, to, to help find your individual consciousness. I think that's a big part of a lot of religions. Christianity, Buddhism, right? Yep, yep. I agree with that. Finding the inner God, finding the mm-hmm. inner consciousness, becoming mm-hmm. one with the inner consciousness, you know? Mm-hmm. And letting go of those things most religions have an ultimate good which is god mm-hmm. do they also have an ultimate evil the devil 
do most religions have an ultimate evil? I don't know. Uh, I will say, I think in Hinduism, there is no, the ultimate evil is being blind to, what's the word they call it? There's something they call this thing. Like the desires of the world, earthly desires. So that's the evil. No, no, you wouldn't really be evil, but just being blind to the truth. Okay, 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 okay. I don't know about other religions. I think Christianity and Islam has devil, the devil and demons. Mm. Mm-hmm. So that's that. Buddhism. Now, this is where, like, Buddhism, if you look into different sects, I'm pretty sure there's some that have, like, evil spirits and stuff, right? Mm. There's some versions of Buddhism that have evil spirits. I guess the reason why you'd manifest evil, obviously it's, it, it becomes easier to be able to explain the things that you can't control, but also it's like, we talked about giving a name to things. If you give a name to like the ultimate good, like God, it's easier to strive towards it. It's easier to, it has a, it has a much more stronger form in your mind right mm, mm, mm. and you can say the same thing about evil too evil or like things that would lead you astray away from god if you give it a form and if you give it name then it's easier to not turn to it on to run away from it right mm. and uh it, we're actually almost done um what is the devil in your life oscar what is the demon uh, in your life negative internal narratives <laughs> can you give me one or two of these negative internal narratives i'm pretty sure everyone no. has negative internal narratives. yeah yeah no, it's, it's, it doesn't matter what they are it's just like i to keep repeating a story over and over again in your head overthinking overthinking you know over analyzing things does no one any good what it doesn't matter what i analyze like what i'm doing it doesn't really matter uh-huh, uh-huh. The issue is that I, the issue is that I'm doing it, not what I'm doing, you know. And is this part partly because? Let me ask you this, right? If you kept on being religious, right? Mm-hmm. Like, let's say you kept on being a Christian all the way up until now. Do you think that would have changed the way you have like lived your life in any way? Oh, for sure, for sure, definitely, definitely. Massively, you know, the way there's you live freedom. your life, the way yeah, you there's... see other people. Yes, of course, of course. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, so I think there's an. If you lose your religion, you're too young. You kind of fall into the trap of believing you have control over all aspects of your life, and that's not true. Only in later that you do you realize, you know, like there's, there's the arrogance of, of your teen years, you know the hubris that you understand everything, you know, you know, what's good, what's good for you and everyone, you know? Mm. And if that is, is guided or rather that is, uh, that is mixed in with the fact that you've lost your religion, things go, tends to go badly. You know, you have no guiding light. You know, it's funny. Think, uh-huh. Oh, sorry. Just finish your point. Actually, I'll tell you after. Yeah. So I think religion is a powerful guiding light because it's something that's, has has a very strong tradition history <clears throat> so it's something that you don't understand your parents don't understand the people who claim to be christians don't really understand mm. but everyone follows it there's power in that that something is so great that no one that something is so great and ancient that despite people not understanding they still follow they still choose to follow there's a power in that there's power in the mystery you know right 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 and if you lose respect for the mystery and you give that, if you lose, if you stop seeing power in the mystery, and you give that power that will have been given to the mystery yourself, you, you will probably fail yourself, especially as a young guy, especially as a teenage guy, as a teenager. Uh-huh. Yeah. So definitely, if I still had, if I didn't lose my religion as a teenager, I think life will have been different. But you know, it's like, what ifs don't really matter. I'm here now, Jason. I'm here now. Word, 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 word. I was gonna say, you mm-hmm. had an excellent point about young people or young men who think like, "Oh, I can just do away with this 
religion thingy mm-hmm. you know because mm-hmm. it's it's trapped me mm-hmm. it was something it was like this was a card that i was given that i'm being forced to use this is like noah's ark you know mm-hmm. but noah's ark protects you from the flood <laughs> and at the time when you're given the ark you don't necessarily know that right it's only later on down the line you think oh i was trying to free myself but mm-hmm. i actually ended up killing myself by drowning because mm-hmm. the flood came and i had nothing to float with right yep yeah yeah um when we ref- when we initially freed ourselves quote unquote freed ourselves from religion right we thought we were we thought we were like losing responsibility and mm-hmm. we were becoming more free to like control ourselves but we actually gained responsibility the responsibility we gained was by taking back by denying that authority figure that there became a hole in our lives where it was like mm-hmm. all right if you don't have God that is the father, then you need to like create a new God, right? You need to create God, the truth. You need to restructure the way you see the world, right? Mm-hmm. And if you don't do it properly, then you, you, you screw yourself over essentially, right? Okay. Okay. That is to say, basically, so you, you, you press shift delete on God, the father, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. What is the replacement? If you don't have a good replacement, then ultimately you're worse off, right? Is what exactly, I'm saying. Exactly. I agree. I agree. And that's what I was saying. Like when I was young, or like when we were 18 and stuff, when I was just like, oh, you know, I'm an atheist now or I'm agnostic, right? I used to mm. do it with such pride and arrogance, not yeah, thinking of like, <laughs> like, do you know the massive responsibility you have now? You know, you've just, you've just removed all of your morals and values that you've inherited from your upbringing, right? Yeah, yeah. So now you have to restructure, you have to create, yeah, now you have to create that book of morals by yourself. Yeah, yeah. Again, and the entire thing, you have to restructure your entire, like, moral code from the ground Mm. up. Mm. And you need to decide where you want to go in life. That shit mm-hmm. is hard. That shit is hard. Mm-hmm. Even right now, we're still suffering with it, right, Oscar? Mm-hmm. Of course, of course. Of it would have been so much easier to just not question the book of law and morals and ethics that we were given as a kid. Mm-hmm. And the religion that accompanied it. And just kept on going through life, you know? I'm not saying... I'm not sitting here saying that what we did was bad or good. I'm just mm-hmm. saying this is the consequences, Right? Of our actions. Yep, yep. I get it. And Jason, I think it's time for us to call it quits. It's getting that time. Oh, yeah, actually, right. We were like 58 yeah. minutes. Two minutes away. Yeah. Uh, any final thoughts? Final comments? Um, no final comments for today. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, just looking forward to the next episode. Looking forward to getting this thing to grow. Mm-hmm. And we'll keep at it. We'll keep at it. That's it. Consistency. I yes, think that's yes. that's the word that's the word for the month. <laughs> consistency. We need yep. consistency. And yep. uh like Oscar said, we're just gonna keep doing it. Because yep. this is who we are now, I guess. Yeah, yeah. This is who we are now. Yeah. Oh wait. Might as well end it with this. Oscar, do you believe in life after death? Life after physical death. Uh I, I don't know if I do. I don't know if I do. I don't know if I don't. Don't. Man, what I'm kind of answer is that, man? What the fuck? Because it's it's a real answer. I just I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I can't. I like I can't sit here and honestly say there's no life of death. It's like so. Have you ever died? Do you know for sure? I don't know. <laughs> so you cannot know. So you cannot say yes, but you also can't say no. Yeah. It's like no amount of philosophizing will will come will give me the right solution, right the right answer, you know. I just have to experience it. Cool, 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 cool. Okay, yeah. okay. But then, even if when you experience it, you wouldn't be able to tell us what you think. That's good. Yeah, it's, it's one of those things you can't tell anyone, you know. All right, all right, all right, yeah. all right. It's like one of those things. Is like, will aliens exist? Do aliens exist? Sorry, 
We might never know. Yeah, we might never know. Might never know. Maybe they do, maybe they don't. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, but the one thing that's sure is that you and I don't know. You know? <laughs> we don't know for sure. Man, yeah, yeah. we don't even know what we're eating for dinner today. What are you talking yeah. about? <laughs> <laughs> uh, people should know the kind of people they're dealing with. Uh, how do we know? Uh, no. You just on YouTube yourself. I know what I'm eating for dinner every day, man. <laughs> you do? Yeah, I actually do. Because like I have, I eat, I pretty much eat the same thing every day. <laughs> you know? I, I have like a probability. You know, there's a high chance that I'm gonna cook today, or buy a bento. If it's a bento, I have more options. I'm just yeah, saying, I, like, it, it. I like. Yeah. Like I told you, I I ha- I always buy the two kilos of chicken breast, and that's what I eat. Not my family. That's for me. That's for me. <laughs> okay. 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 Yes, yeah, so I, I pretty much eat chicken breast or some pork every day. That's it. And some kimchi. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. Bye bye Oscar. Bye bye listeners and thank you for tuning in. Goodbye, goodbye.